three, episode 21. Touch my bum. Is it you? Could it be true? You have nice rest. Can I see one or two? Can I see one or two? You have nice rest. Can I see one or two? Can I see one or two? You have nice rest. Put it in my mouth. Suck on your kitty. Baby, I'm trying to see if you got an itty bitty titty committed. If you don't, I'll be the committed. I don't really discriminate against big or itty bitty titty committed. I like butt and I cannot lie. I like butt and I cannot lie. I bite a butt cheek with my mouth. Mm. Like that. Make it seem out of that heavy. You fucking weirdo. Do it. Do it, you son of a bitch. I love you. So did you see the sports team last night? Boy, did they suck. They were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. There's the Simpsons reference. Here's me. There's you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Black Zeus, the podcast season three, episode 21. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I am Black Zeus, your host. Uh, Back again. Back again with another short one, I'm going to be honest with you. Remember what I said last week? Remember how I said, fuck it, I'm sticking to the original concept of the show. This is a companion piece to my comedy career. So if I do not have comedy, I'm not really going to do much. Guess what, baby? I didn't perform. I actually am not going to perform for the rest of the month of May. I'm taking the fucking rest of the month off, man. And, uh, okay, I'm kind of lying. I'm kind of lying. I have some bookings that I, you know, I already booked gigs for the month. Uh, I stopped at a certain point knowing that I wanted to take a break coming up. So I'm going to fulfill the couple bookings I have left. And I will be at Backroom Comedy Club every Saturday going forward uh, for mine and Paul Thompson's uh, weekly show, Midnight Mass. So if you want to see me for the month of May, you got a couple chances. Just follow me on Instagram, you know, a.k.a. Black Zeus. Um, Or just be at Backroom Comedy Club at midnight on a Saturday. If you're in Toronto, you know what's up. Uh, yeah, I, I just need some time off. I want to write some new jokes. I want to develop new jokes. I have I have joke ideas and concepts I've written down, but I also want to take a different approach right now. And just uh, there's a lot of stuff I've been wanting to write jokes about, but the way my process is is I kind of just let shit happen naturally. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something a little different right now. I'm gonna actually sit and. I haven't done this in so long, but I want to flex that muscle. I'm going to sit and force new jokes out. I already have the ideas and stuff. Like I said, there's a lot of concepts and stuff floating around in my head for a while. Um, but the jokes haven't come yet. So I'm going to try a, a different approach and just sit down for a good old-fashioned writing session. I'll let you know how it goes. I haven't done it yet. But um, yeah, you guys obviously know I had COVID. I am fully recovered uh, and fully, fully recovered now. Almost 10 full days um, of no smell and no taste. These niggas came at my senses, bro. And I'm not I'm not happy about it because like that's a big deal, bro. That's a big deal. So when I first got COVID, uh, you know, I was I had the tired, the, the fatigue, all that stuff. Not really all that stuff. That's all I had. I was super tired and very fatigued 
for 24 hours. And after that, my body just started a full recovery. Um, except for maybe three to four days into me having COVID, all of a sudden my smell and taste went away. And I started freaking out. Remember a few episodes back where I was talking about um, my one of my biggest fears in life is getting the hiccups that, that won't go away? I found something new. Uh, I was deathly afraid that I wasn't going to get my, <laughs> my smell and taste back. And I wasn't until I talked to my homie's uh, girl who said she had COVID back in December and she still doesn't have uh, her smell and taste. And it's May. And when I heard that shit, but then she also told me she hasn't really been taking care of her body that well. So I heard that shit. I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of the opposite of that. I eat really good and I'm very mindful of that stuff. Um, Yeah, just fuck that shit. If you get COVID going forward and you lose your smell and taste, here's a hot tip. I I was researching heavily on what to do. And there really is no cure other than to, to like bolster your smell. Because when you lose your taste, it's not you losing your taste. Taste and smell are intrinsically, like intrinsically uh, attached. And it's when you lose your smell that you lose your taste. Uh, taste comes with the smell. That's what I, that's what I read and that, that's what seems to be true. So what was happening for me was I wasn't able to smell anything or taste anything. Then all of a sudden I realized I'm like, uh, I can smell. It's just, I have like, I was like a crackhead, like, like putting shit right up to my nostril. Um, but what I read online was to just train your smell, like to come back, uh, get scented oils, you know, like lavender, um, you know, whatever, freaking patchouli, all that shit. Those oils, you know, those like oil aromatherapy things that you get for your house when you have like anxiety or whatever, you put some fucking scented oils in and then it just mists your whole house and it smells beautiful. So lavender is my favorite smell on this planet. So I went with that immediately. I always have some lavender around and I just thought the thing that I read was to um, to do that like twice a day at the beginning and at the end of the day for like take four scented oils uh sniff them for a minute and then let your brain process that for a minute and then do all four in a row and then repeat at the end of the day i didn't do that first of all i only had like two or three oils and i was like i want this to come back like yesterday so i just all day if i left the house i would just take those with me and they'd be in my pocket and i just and I just all day be huffing lavender and it worked. The motherfucking thing actually worked after a few days. Um, I started to just be able to smell slightly, slightly like so faint of a smell from further away, but still no taste taste. Like literally I got back a day or two ago at the time of this release probably like four or five days ago, but still like my smell was coming back and my taste wasn't. And that's when I was like, what the fuck? I thought these two things were tied together. And then as my smell got stronger and then I just went off, baby, I got pizza and burgers and all that shit. I'm like, I'm back. I had the flavored kombucha. Um, so yeah. And, um, you know, 
I'm very, I'm, I, I look forward to taking this time off. It's very necessary. Obviously, you guys have been hearing me chronicle my journey uh, towards that showcase. And I just put myself through a lot of mental... Uh, I went through a lot of mental hurdles on that journey. And I deserve a fucking break, bro. <laughs> like, like, holy shit. Nothing is more important than your mental and physical health. And, and not that I'm struggling or anything, but I don't want to struggle is a thing. So I want to fucking maintain the, the happiness. Um, and I feel like I, I deserve a little break from, from comedy, at least as hard as I was going. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm not booking. I'm definitely booking for the future right now because this break is going to be a little short lived, just a few weeks. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, I'll still be here every Wednesday to fill y'all in. The episodes will be a little shorter because like I said, I really, I don't have comedy to catch y'all up on. Um, what have I been doing? I went back to Grim Fandango, started playing that a little bit. Uh, holy fuck. Holy fuck. I have a real hard time right now picking which show is better. There's two shows that are currently on air. Um, that are actually one's going to have its season finale this week and the other one's going to have its season finale next week. And I can't decide which of the shows is like, it's fun. It's funny to even use these words coming from me, but more important to me right now because TV and all that shit kind of like, not kind of completely became unimportant to me and mostly because it's just not good. Like, like that, the level of effort isn't there the way I grew up um, getting shit. You know what I mean? But there are two shows currently on the air that are just absolutely crushing it. And if you're not watching them, you absolutely should. Um, one show, you don't really need to go back and watch the other stuff. The other show, you absolutely do. The show that you do need to go back and, and be filled in on is Better Call Saul. And if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, do that also. Uh, Better Call Saul is nearing its uh, mid-season break, and I'm just man, the world building and the character building in not just Better Call Saul, but the the greater Breaking Bad universe. It might be the greatest television universe um, ever written on screen. It's very hard for me to think off the top, and I've actually been thinking. I've, ha I've been having conversations and all this stuff. It's hard for me to think of a better TV show world that feels more real and more lived in um, with with m more interesting characters from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. And I actually think by the time Better Call Saul is done, I will actually have enjoyed it way more than Breaking Bad. I'm already on that trajectory. Um, like Breaking Bad is just pinnacle for me you guys remember me gushing about it just look on my instagram uh account and you'll see that that promo video from a few episodes back but damn man just the way they extended the 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 universe over to better call saul and fleshed out the universe and just made it feel more lived in and ah just mwah. but the show that i think is better in terms of writing is atlanta if you haven't been watching atlanta which is uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, his show. Uh, Co-writes it with his brother and a bunch of friends. It is the best written 
show on television in like at least a decade. And I mean, ju like just writing, the writing is so tight and there has never been a show at least that I can recall that has touched on more sensitive subjects, especially more prevalent today than ever. All the racial stuff that it tackles, all, 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 all of it, anything that you could think of that you're probably sick and tired of hearing about, um, it tackles it so phenomenally well. The episode nine of season three of Atlanta, I just watched. It's the one with uh, Kevin Samuels in it. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Uh, fuck, man. It's just so good. It's so good. I don't really want to spoil it. I just, I enjoyed it so much. And like every episode this season has just been written so beautifully well. And they tackle another uh, major societal like flaw or, or issue or, um, you know, just event. He like they do it the best on television. And episode nine of season three tackled, um, like, how do I word this? But essentially what it is to be uh, mixed, uh, like mixed race, like black and white, uh, what it is to not be considered black uh, in America, even if you are black, like Africans per se, like, and I like, I don't even, oh, fuck man. It was just so well done. It was so well done. And during the episode, there was there's a, a mixed character in this episode who mostly identifies as his white side during the first half of the episode and then eventually, like, finds his blackness. <laughs> <coughs> That's like the only leftover I have from that COVID shit is I cough every once in a while. But, um... That show was just so beautifully written, man. And even the last seasons, like every season of that show is just gangbusters. But this season in particular, they just are tackling such heavy subject matter, but in a way that doesn't feel heavy and in a way that just feels so on the fucking, like just hitting every nail on the head. One episode they did uh, during season three was tackling the idea or not. Well, not the idea, but tackling uh, white people adopting black children. And the way they did that was fucking ridiculous. What? Ah, there was an episode. Um, I think it was that same. Was it that same episode? No, it was a different episode where they tackled ancestry and like black people getting reparations specifically from the descendants of slave owners and stuff. And the way they tackled that was ridiculous. That was just so well done. Fuck, man. And in earlier seasons. The, the black Justin Bieber episode where they, they pretty much tackled the idea of would, would Justin Bieber really be getting away with all this? stuff? And I don't know if you remember from back then, but like he was doing outlandish shit, uh, treating his fans like shit, peeing in stairwells and, and all this stuff on camera, like getting it filmed and all this stuff, just being a menace to society. And they tackled the idea of would he have gotten away with it if he was a black uh, musician? And the way they tackled it was fucking amazing. Uh, shit, man, there's just, uh, invisible cars, like, as, as serious as Atlanta is, I applaud it because it is also just as absurd, and they keep it 
in continuity. So like it pretty much exists in today's reality in a, like in Western culture, in Atlanta specifically. But then they also up it by just creating absurd scenarios like having invisible cars. And people treat it as if it's like just normal, you know? Like there's an invisible car in that fucking universe. So good, man. So good. Um, so if you're not watching either of those two shows, fucking do it. Better Call Saul, you need to do some some homework. You, you got to go back and start at like season one. Season six is on right now. But Atlanta, you can just watch the last episode that I was just gushing over. You can just watch it. Because this new season especially, it's it's not really uh, serialized. It's just episodic. Every, like Each episode has its own beginning and end. And... Um, the only thing that really has continuity or continues throughout the seasons is just the character progression. But not even every episode of that show has all the main characters or any main characters. Like the episode that just came out of Atlanta had zero main characters and they've been doing that a lot this season. Every other episode has been an episode with all the characters in it or none. And I just, I just, beautiful. Um, I'm still on that reflection tip. That I've been on since a few episodes ago. You guys remember me saying I need to just go and spend some time reflecting. That's also part of the reason why I'm taking the rest of the month off. Just, um, and I'll be honest with y'all, man. I really want to I really wanna refocus and reshift uh, how I approach um, making it and my definition of it. Because... The, the the longer I, I'm on this earth, man, the less the less I fucks with social media. Uh, I love you guys. I hate the medium in which I have to use to communicate with you guys. So I'm going to make more of an effort to just create my own space that you guys can come to as opposed to me fucking constantly updating Twitter or Instagram or any of that shit. Because, man, I, I put out like a little... Uh, rant post the other day but it's just how I've I've always felt but the feeling just becomes more and more prevalent man I personally feel like there's such a divide like you know how people are always saying the line is the, the line between this and this is very thin well for me I honestly think the line between an artist and a content creator is not thin at all because content creators don't really seem to care about creating anything lasting or creating anything that that is of any, like how do I even word this without sounding pretentious? Because I don't, I'm not trying to create everything just for the sake of being serious or having you think, or like being a serious, like you know what I mean. But fuck, man, social media is not helping anything, and and the way in which I see comedians and and artists and entertainers having to like conform to the medium when in their heart it's not them i'm one of those niggas bro i don't fucking care to be blasting your feed every 10 seconds with some meaningless fucking shit you know what i mean i'm, I'm an artist in my core bro i, I want to create experiences that last i don't want to create something that you're just going to watch once and swipe past fucking meaningless to me and it's not putting down anybody who does that Especially the ones that really do care. Because there are people, like, I don't want it to get twisted. You know what I mean? Because I do still think there are people that, that very much care about what they're putting into the platform. And even though to me personally, I don't give a 
fuck about extending your scroll time in life. Like, I know that that is still a meaningful part of life and people do want that and, and, and need it. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I think there's enough of it and I'm going to figure out a way to just separate myself from all that BS and continue to grow. Because the sad thing is, is I have been growing a lot. Uh, I like not just personally, but like my Instagram fall, all this stuff is going up the more I post, which is obvious. You got to feed the beast, feed the machine, feed the algorithm. I don't care. I don't. I don't care to just fill your feed with random fucking gibberish. More power to anybody who does. I don't. And both of those things are okay. I'm going to figure it out. And I just want you guys to know, I love you. Don't give a fuck about the medium. So don't be surprised if you find me posting less. Um, I might start posting less, but posting more. And you don't really know what I mean by that. I do. Um, just more effort, more care, more time. And, uh, and things that will make you want to go back. Or things that will just help improve your daily life. I want, I want to be more active on that side of things. Because that's just who I am at my core, bro. So why shouldn't my art reflect that? But yeah, man. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Black Zeus, the podcast, season three, episode 21. Let's make a little theme with Henny right now. And get the fuck on out of here. I'm going to call Henny after this. I'm going to call him. See how he's doing. I miss my homie. We're going to get him back on the show soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. Everybody's busy doing their own thing, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, but as of right now, season three, episode 21, touch my bum. Is it you? Could it be true? You have nice breasts. Couldn't I see one or two? Put it in my mouth. Suck on your titty. Baby, I'm trying to see if you got an itty-bitty titty committee. If you don't, I'll be the committee. I don't really discriminate against big or itty-bitty titties. I like butts and I cannot lie. I bite a butt cheek with my mouth. Mm, like that. Make a theme out of that, Henny, you fucking weirdo. Do it. Do it, you son of a bitch. I love you. I love you, Henny, and I love you, the, the viewer and listener. Uh, back every Wednesday, as always, whether or not I'm doing shows or not, I'll be here to talk to you and just update y'all on what's going on. I love y'all as always. Take care. I'll be back next week. Next week. Peace, peace. Season three, episode 21. Touch my bum. Is it you? Could it be true? You have nice breasts. Can I see one or two? Can I see one or two? You have nice breasts. Can I see one or two? Can I see one or two? You have nice breasts. Put it in my mouth. Suck on your titty. Baby, I'm trying to see if you got an itty bitty titty committee. If you don't, I'll be the committee. I don't really discriminate against big or itty bitty titty committee. I like butts and I cannot lie. I like butts and I cannot lie. I bite a butt cheek with my mouth. Mm. Like that. Make a theme out of that, Henny. You fucking weirdo. Do it. Do it, you son of a bitch. I love you.